0: Hey, nerds, join us on Discord and hit that subscribe button.
1: Magic and fire. I am
0: Sika.
2: Thessaly. Oma. Kelleck.
1: Flynn. And I'm
3: UDM Seth. Welcome to Venture Forth. When last, we left our heroes. <gasps> After a long and cold journey through the raging woods, the agents of repair finally crested a rise within the raging peaks. You Ooh, saw yeah. below them the lights of Oakengate Monastery. You all made your way into the small village center, to the sole inn known as the Peak's Respite. You entered into the establishment to find it filled to bursting with curios and oddities, leavings from past visitors and a select few individuals who are here at the monastery during the long eve. You met with the proprietress, Rosie Durweather, the kind and firm former cook of the monastery and one of Olma's closest and only friends during her time here. A joyful reunion was had. Some questions were asked as Rosie tried to get the full measure of what sort of people <laughs> her dear Olma had fallen in with since their last yeah. party. Satisfied with each of you, or at least by all appearances, you were given rooms but did not head to bed. You first met with Eirik Ironheart, a half-orc man who informs you of the nature of the various oddities scattered throughout the inn, and that they were part of a long-standing tradition of the inn, one where visitors would leave an item of significance in exchange for something once left by someone else. Each of you took part in the time-honored tradition of the locale, of taking something and leaving something of similar value. Seeker found a new pair of boots and left something very dear to him once Mm -hmm. gifted by an old friend. Oh, yeah. And Kellogg found something of Famir pitted and worn, with its luster somewhat diminished. But under his care, it quickly returned to its former glory, and its true nature was revealed. But eventually, the travails of the road caught up with each of you. You said goodnight to Griff, parted ways for now with Brim, and headed up to bed. And as the last day of the long eve came to a close, a prayer was sent up to the light, and an omen was returned. So, we come back to the evening as each of you begin your preparations going into bed each of you engaging in whatever nightly rituals you have um i would like to ask is any is there anything anybody wanted to do before we move on to the morning uh
4: yeah i'll um uh i think i went to bed a little bit earlier mm-hmm. uh and i probably would have just been cleaning up and uh, kind of getting things situated mm-hmm. uh I'd put my, my backpack to the side um remember that i have some things to do because this is the last night of the long evening. Correct. Tomorrow um, is the first
3: day of Thamiris yeah. and the Everdon. Yeah.
4: So I'll dig through. Oh, uh, just first, that. One of the first things I'll do is I'll kind of get straight for bed, I'll get ready, and I'll go through my books mm-hmm. and my bag, and I will kind of flip through them, and as I do, I'll kind of uh, kind of look one, at each one, looking for a certain one, and I'll pause um, on Artemisia's spellbook, and I'll mm-hmm. almost pull it out. Okay. Um, and I'll look at my hand, my right hand that's going to pull it out, and I'll also notice that uh, the tattoos, and I'll, I'll go to pull on it, and I'll notice the new tattoo that I have, and I'll kind of hesitate, slide it back in for the bag, and keep flipping through, and I'll find my my notebook that I've been using to draw and do all my drawings that Destiny's been helping with, and I'll take that out, and I will set it on the nightstand or the whatever stand next to the bed, um, and then I will uh, get into bed and get ready, and almost go to sleep, but then remember and jump out of bed and go back into my backpack and, and grab the. <laughs> Uh, the little candle that I've been carrying around this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um,
5: mm-hmm.
4: I'll kind of sit on my bed and kind of rub it a little bit. Um, and for the first time, I will uh, go to the... Do I have a windowsill at all? Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to the window sill and I'll maybe find like a saucer or something that I can yeah. put the candle, set it up. <laughs> and I will set it next to the window sill And for the first time, I will rub my fingers together, produce some green flame, and I will light the candle. Um, and I will kind of look at it and smile and look out into the distance of the, the landscape. And then head to bed Um, if I could planning to wake up early we'll yeah. see what happens there. yeah of course of course. and then I will head to bed yeah alright Um, as I, I kind of like watch the candle and yeah. let it like lull me to sleep yeah you kind
3: of sit there in bed you're turned on your side you look at the candle mm-hmm. as like slowly kind of your eyes just like gently fall closed and right like as you're looking at the candle you see just out the window the slightest slightest change in the sky from the deep black to a very deep blue. as You see the first approach of the Ever Dawn, <gasps> and you oh. fall asleep with the candle in the window. You all fall asleep in your various rooms. An uneventful evening passes. Mm. It's quiet. No nightmares. <laughs> no nightmares.
2: Nothing, uh,
3: night. nothing but in the night. You all. For once. <laughs> for once. <laughs> for once. Um, you all gain the benefits of a long rest. Yay! So you may um, uh, recover all your hit points, your spell <coughs> slots, all the things. Amazing! As you prepare for the new day. Yay! Huzzah! Uh, so, uh, in
6: sunlight.
3: The morning, sunlight <laughs> in the morning. Um, you all kind of come to uh, come to consciousness at different times. Um, you said you specifically wanted to wake up early. Yeah, if I oh, could. Yeah. Um, I'll say that. I mean, if
4: if you wish to, you
3: you're able to wake up a little bit ahead of time. Cool.
2: I also want to wake up early, but you okay. do a okay. um, thing.
4: Yeah, so basically if I, if I could, I'd like to wake up and mm-hmm. um, I'll kind of yawn and get ready and stretch and mm-hmm. uh, I'll go to the windowsill and, and collect my, I'm, I'm assuming fully melted now, mm-hmm. uh, candle that has helped me through the long. It's like, got just the tiniest. When you wake up yeah. in the
3: morning, it's got like the. It's just barely flickering yeah. at the edge. Like maybe another hour or two, and it would go out. I'll
4: just and then I'll just look at it and smile, knowing that it kind of got me through the last night of the long evening, and, mm-hmm. and just remember the the tradition that it brings of hope. Um, kind of just fills me with warmth, and I will go to my nightstand and I will grab my my drawing utensils and tools, and mm-hmm. I would like to um, go downstairs mm-hmm. into the lobby area with all the knickknacks and trinkets, mm-hmm. and I'd like to just find a good corner and just sit there for like an hour or two and just draw it, draw the whole room from that perspective. Okay,
3: all right. Um, I would like you to go ahead and, if you're taking a good amount of time for this, so um, go ahead and roll a um, dexterity check, add your proficiency modifier, thanks to Thessaly's training, and um, you can do so at advantage.
4: Okay, so dex mod plus? Dex mod plus proficiency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Damn, okay. uh good thing i have training and tools that. okay so yeah, that's, no. um plus plus stacks plus proficiency at advantage yeah mm-hmm. so 18
3: cool yeah as you sit there in the corner um you sort of begin sketching uh, sketching the, uh, the the room itself and you you manage to kind of achieve like the depth and the perception of the room you capture a lot of the different oddities and curios and things like that mm-hmm. um when you get down there in the morning um you notice rosie's already awake Um, she is, uh, basically like you see her, she keeps kind of coming in and out of the kitchen. Um, uh, and like you can smell through your time drawing as you, uh, sit there in that common room, like smells start to waft over you and you start to smell like really like rich, uh, just like basically a cacophony of cooking aromas, Um, uh, like sweet and savory and all this different mix. And you see Rosie's like got her hair done up. She's kind of sweating a little bit. Um, Her, she's got an apron that's like covered in flour. And she's just like kind of very quickly
4: running back and forth. Um, I will resist the urge, even though my belly probably starts grumbling <laughs> yeah. at some point, knowing who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will let her finish before I bug her to get a bite. Okay, And I'll cool. continue writing. And at some point, whenever I'm done drawing, I would like to maybe just go do a once-around, if I could. Yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, I'll look up, and I'll notice the chalice or mug. Yeah, it's
3: like a it's a chalice, like a, a, a goblet
4: yeah. is what it is. I'll notice the goblet, and I'll, I'd like to maybe just, while still everyone's kind of rousing from their, mm-hmm. their slumber, I'll, I'll do a walkthrough mm-hmm. one more time to see if there's anything interesting that piques my... My yeah. eye. Um,
3: as you walk through, uh, you see a again like a bevy of different uh, of different things. You see like uh, little you know daggers and letter openers and like what looks like corks. These like <laughs> there's and a it's almost yeah, like like yeah, bottle corks. It. Um, you see like empty bottles. You see what looks like a little um a, basically a, an an old style buoy like a glass orb um caught up in a fisherman's net that appears to be like sitting there. You see, I mean, what type of thing are you looking for? Let me ask you that. Um,
4: uh, something comparable to the the, the chalice, like okay. something that like might be interesting and odd that is similar to that. Okay. Um, basically, I, I look at the chalice and I basically like I, I like kind of take a minute and and pause on it, but I'm just like, let me just do one more run around. And yeah, see. Yeah.
3: Um, as you look around, you see uh, two things that catch your attention um, that are kind of like that give you kind of just like a similar vibe. Um, one appears to be a um, like a um, it's like a, a very ornate sort of silver bowl um, within like a glass orb and then that long sort of fluted glass top. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like some sort of like a, a candle that you would hold, oh, like, okay. a, like a lantern kind of. But you know, those those things, you, I don't know what they're called. Yeah, I know what you mean. That thing that you carry a candle in. Um, and then you also see what appears to be just like a small, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, geez, it just uh, totally left my brain. Um, it yeah it's like it. Well, it's not one but it kind of looks like like a genie lamp like a little like urn or something like that what is that called like it yeah i don't know what it's called but it isn't
6: it like an oil lamp
3: yeah it looks like like something that oil would hold or something like Like that so it's like like it's made from brass and it's kind of like it's got like a little like a little spigot Uh on it uh um and it, it looks like for lack of a better word nice uh-huh. Um, and then you also see something else that I think catches your attention, which is like a, a bright, like top. It's like a children's toy, like a top. Hmm. It's just got like multiple banded stripes of color on it, and it's just kind of laying on its side.
4: Um, I'll go up and I'll, I'll inspect them. So I'll go up yeah. to the, the candle, uh, can, candelier. Is that what they're called? I don't know. Uh, yeah, the candelabra. Candelabra. Or like whatever, whatever the candle holder <laughs> is, and I'll, I'll pick it up. I'll look at it. I'll feel <laughs> it, and I'll see if it i'm looking for magic magic yeah. and, and anything magical that mm-hmm. pops off of it i know that i think rodney or i think seeker looked around yeah looked around i'll see if there's anything like that on these items i'll take i'll pick it up and i'll feel it i'll look at it and i'll try right. and like force magic through i don't know
3: <laughs> as you yeah as you go to, <laughs> they just as you go seem to feel mundane. for anything it, yeah they just seem mundane they're just mundane items
4: after i kind of move my way through i'll, I'll get to the um the urn and then <laughs> uh i'll kind of like look up at the chalice again and i'll kind of smirk and smile and I'll go up to it mm-hmm. and I'll go into my bag and I'll pick up the um, mannequin hand mm-hmm. and I will, it's a new day, mm-hmm. so I will speak into it and I'll press the button to speak into it and uh, retrieve the chalice mm-hmm. and I will let it do its thing. It runs up the wall,
3: grabs the chalice, does the same kind of weird thing <coughs> where it flips it onto its palm and then comes down yeah. and it sort of
4: sits on the ground and presents itself to you. I will pick up the chalice, smile, and then look back up mm-hmm. Uh, and look back down at the hand, pick it up, try and... Rosie? Yes, dear? Okay, so I'm not, I, I really want to switch, I want to trade, but I... Short. She, she walks over
3: wanna... she walks over and she's like no I, pre- I appreciate it and she walks over and she grabs the thing from you even her she's she's a like a uh what's the word i'm looking for she's a broad woman like okay. she's quite tall um and she so she's able to sort of reach up and and put it up there on her tippy toes that uh good enough good at which point um you he- the door like poof, kicks open and you see, walking in, um, thumbs kind of hooked in to uh, what looks like a pair of uh, overalls. Um, you see a small figure, um, uh, gnome, uh, older female, uh, at least presents as female, older gnome female. She's got, uh, like I said, like dirt-worn coveralls mm-hmm. uh, uh, that are, like, again, she's got her, her thumbs hooked into it, what looks like kind of a, uh, a patterned shirt of some kind underneath, wide, straw-brimmed hat. Um, and uh she walks in and you can see there's like a collection of figures behind her um you see uh what look like a group of young kids like probably 7 or 8 um that are all wearing what look like simple ropes um they're they vary in age from mm-hmm. like as young as 5 or 6 up to probably 14 15 or something like that like they span the gamut mm-hmm. um And um, most are human. There are a few that are not. You see a like a lavender-skinned tiefling girl. Um, She has almond-shaped hazel eyes, um, and she's kind of like smiling slightly to herself. She has curly, curly auburn hair that goes down to the shoulders, and you see these two sort of accompanying curling horns that have all these sort of intricate carvings made into them. Um, And you see that there are ribbons all in them in shades of like yellow and gold. and silver, a bunch of different like ribbons that are all tied up in her horns. Um, You also see what appears to be um, a young, uh, sandy, blonde furred, covered in dark rosettes, reminiscent of a leopard. Uh, You see like feline eyes of a piercing shade of blue um, and tufts of ears that are tipped, like little ears that are tufted up, um, as you see a young tabaxi um, that both walk in with this group of mixed matched other humans and uh the gnomish woman she's like all right rosie what we got to do love um and she comes in and she's like i've got some hands for us um just point us in the right direction yeah and rosie's like okay come on in uh she's like Oh. um her hands are already dirty um and the kids have come in and they've got like b- like baskets of fruit and different mm-hmm. things that they've got going on um but they come in and, uh, and they go up to, like, the, all the kids walk to, sort of back towards the kitchen and start dropping these, these things. And Rosie just starts, like, ordering people around. She's like, you, go over there. Um, she's like, I need those in the back. And she just, like, starts ordering all these kids around. And it kind of immediately erupts into a little bit of controlled chaos um, as all these kids start running around. At which point, everybody upstairs, you start to hear this, like, commotion. And you, as you wake up, you smell, you all awaken to um, the smells of cooking. Um, I will say that uh, Thessaly awakes probably a few minutes before this, actually. Um, okay. Yeah.
2: I guess I have to wake up pretty darn early to beat Rosie then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, sorry.
3: No, <laughs> it's, no, it's okay. It is, she's got a lot to do today. No, nope, but she does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah.
4: I,
2: I mean, every day I feel like Rosie has a lot to do. She she's seems like someone, process. yeah. yeah
4: um, she keeps long hours. So
2: realizing that as I go down the stairs, and yeah. I see, I'm see i guessing I see an already awake Flynn fellow weave. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the corner just, and I'm just like, oh, I overslept. <laughs> um, and so I, I am going to try to, if she's already awake, then I will seek Rosie out. I was going to try to do it without her noticing, but
3: gotcha. um, I'm
2: not seeker, so I'm not going to try to sneak,
3: sneak. Um, so yeah, I'll say that. So, um, basically right after like all this kind of happens, you come down, everything kind of in into chaos, but there is like a moment as she's like ordering between people where she kind of rests her hands on her hips and mm-hmm. <sighs> takes a deep breath. And there's like a moment of quiet where you can kind of, she doesn't look like she's engaged in something immediate. So you can approach her.
2: Um, M- miss, ma- madam,
3: m- how Rosie's, you? Rosie's fine.
2: fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I just, I, am not good at saying thank you with words, so I just thought that this. Um, I-, I thought you should have this, and I will take the um drawing that I made last night and fully <sighs> like inked and colored, um, and I will have like rolled it up in like scroll style and just tied it off with a very simple string. Mm. I'd been hoping to like slip it into an apron or uh, but um I just like very like shyly
3: mm-hmm.
2: um uh like just sort of hand it to her and like don't make eye contact.
3: <laughs> okay. She uh as you hand it to her she takes it she opens it and she looks at it. And there's just like her face is kind of unreadable for a second as she uh as she looks down and you can see her like eyes kind of drinking in the details and then you see kind of her lower lips start to quiver a little bit um as she uh, oh um
2: just, a, just almost seemed very special to you and I thought there was a beautiful moment she interrupts and... like
3: you get cut <laughs> off Aww. and just grabs you in a hug
2: Aww. how like what like is she shorter she's than shorter I am she's shorter than you yeah she just, she... just yeah. eyes wide and like slowly hands just awkward pat pat because I'm not good with physical affection mm-hmm. but I I let her hug me as long as she wants.
3: Mm -hmm. And she steps back and she goes...
2: Of course. I'm so sorry I didn't have a frame on me. Uh, Normally I would have the
3: resources. There's bound bound to be one in here somewhere. Um, Certainly. In fact... And she sort of thinks and then she kind of starts wandering off like she remembers (laughs) one immediately.
2: I will take that as kind of like a cue to I will uh, sneakily goodbye it. I don't do well with. Yeah,
3: absolutely. So you you're able to kind of like as she gets distracted Mm -hmm. with finding a frame for the the gift that you have given her. um, She does turn around one more time. and Thank you,
2: dear. Of course. it Olma really loves you. And that's very important to me. I love her, too. Good. I'll, just, I'll go find Flynn.
4: Awesome. Good morning. Go over to Flynn.
2: Good morning, Flynn. You, why are you up so early?
4: Oh, um, well, and I'll, uh, I'll actually go back in. I'll run over to my book and I'll grab it and I'll open it up to a few pages and I'll actually open up to the second, the last page and I'll rip that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll fold it up mm-hmm. and I'll put it in my pocket mm-hmm. and I'll fold, I'll shut the book again and I'll go over to and... Well, so um, so this is one of the traditions that you've been helping me with. Um, it's the dormant right. tradition, and at the end of the tradition, you're supposed to present the, the 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 stuff that the skills that you you procured over the long eve. And so, well, here, and I'll hand uh, Thessaly the book of drawings that I've spent the last week or so on. Awesome. Um, yeah. So you know, this is my my, my presentation to you, teacher. Um, Thank mm-hmm. you so much for teaching me your wisdom <laughs> and your skills, and hopefully I've done it well. Happy <laughs> Long Ease.
2: Then you, you're you giving me this whole book of, of drawing?
4: Well, it's not a lot of drawings. I mean, I only had like a few days, but yeah, that's the whole point of the tradition is you teach me and then I show you what I've learned over the over the long years,
2: I will very eagerly flip through this. What, yeah. what do I see? I
4: mean, so you see drawings of, I don't, I'm sure there's like, it, it probably ranges from something simple to intricate, depending on how long it's been, but there's drawings of the party members, probably crude and and, and the eyes are sure. off, and some of the drawings <laughs> of, of us in the cart, there's drawings of us uh, sitting around campfires, and there's probably been moments when I've woken up and I've not really woken anyone up. I've just kind of mm-hmm. like woken up for a bit and maybe sketched, you know, uh, a bird in the sky or something like that. And uh, yeah, just like little moments of everywhere. And You the specifically, last, sorry. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say, yeah. You specifically drew the void most recently.
4: Oh, yeah. well, that yeah. one I ripped out. Yeah, that oh, one. That's is that the one, one. Oh. That's why you ripped out. Okay. But, but, oh. So basically, at the last, the last few pages, there's one page that's ripped. You can, if you look close enough, you can see a rip in the page. But then the last picture is a picture of the inn mm-hmm. um, that we're mm-hmm. staying in currently. And uh, mm-hmm. if there, if I would like to, if there is a window in the lobby mm-hmm. area, the sun is shining through the window Aww. and I'm trying hopefully I I don't know if I did it right but I mean because we haven't really seen Sun in a while so I tried to get the raise but did, I, did I do when that justice? you did
2: so well you've come flipping from the beginning of the book and remembering what we started with yeah. you you have really cultivated a talent here I'm so proud of you
3: thank you Memory serves, there's a drawing of Thessaly in the cart in there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, in the but cart in right the before you got into, mm-hmm. uh, Right before you got into um, Sunplume.
4: Right. Or, uh, yeah, right before you met Brim. There's probably a drawing of Brim in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. See a bunch.
2: These are... I, I think... I mean if you want me to keep the book and that's part of the tradition that's I the think tradition. that's the tradition you have to keep then it then I then I absolutely will
4: <laughs> yeah awesome. and I
2: will cherish it but I think it's something you should keep up with if you like it of
4: course I mean I get another book but yeah this is the one for you so I, thank you
2: they, and I kind of like don't know what to do with myself for mm-hmm. a minute and so I just kind of reach out and I probably do it too hard and I'm <laughs> I'm not going to pat you on the head I'm going to cuz I know you don't like that so I'm going to pat you on the back and I'm just like, <coughs> You did good. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> very proud of you. Thank
5: you. Yeah, that was really hard. But thank you.
4: are uh, Sorry, strong.
2: I just, I don't.
4: It's, I, it's fine.
2: <laughs> Rosie just hugged me and I.
4: Yeah, you seem to really take that well. <laughs> you want to talk about that? Or... Talk
2: about what, Flynn? <laughs> Nothing. What <do> you mean? <laughs> Nothing. Having the faintest idea what. Do you want to you... smell the chalice? Yeah. No. I traded for it. I think that that thing and I should probably have a very, um, interspersed relationship.
4: Fair enough. And I will look at it and then there's water in it. Yeah. It's um, like I go to put it in my souvenir bag, but mm. then I like stop and I'm like I'm going to try and pour. Is it, If I tip it, does it pour? No. No?
2: Whoa. <laughs>
3: Man, look at
4: that, Desley.
2: It doesn't. Cool.
3: That's cool. The foam right. like The foam almost, so like when you go to uh-huh. like basically the foam, like it doesn't stay level, it like shifts. Mm-hmm. So like, it's like if you were to look at it like the cup, it's half empty and then the foam like sticks to the side as if like something is keeping it there but then also like it's weird. Mm. It kind of shifts around in there without ever actually going anywhere. I guess I don't have to worry about it spilling in my bag. You should
2: show Seeker that it doesn't spill because he'll do his whole magic is so cool thing (laughs) and then he'll, you know, he'll get all excited and make him smile.
4: Yeah. I'm hungry.
2: Right, we, uh, I think Rosie was cooking but, um,
4: Alright, I will put it in the bag, yeah. and I will, well, okay, and cherish it, okay, bye. And I'll go over <laughs> to the Rosie to see if I can maybe help or or get some kind of meal if it's ready or not. Go
3: away. Yeah, gosh. she goes, uh, she goes um, if you want to help, you're gonna have to eat on your feet. And she like pulls you mm. back into the kitchen and gives you yeah, a little sure. something to eat. Um, as we go upstairs to um, the rest of the group, you all awaken to a bustle of activity, like sort of dimly, you can hear like the voices as, uh, this like you hear like this small uh, this different voice and you hear like lots of different competing voices and Rosie's kind of as a through line Of it all. i um, just kind of telling people where to go and it's all like food based uh, It's like no. No, that's for the pastries. That's for the like it's like does someone have the glitter and like Hollering <laughs> about different things um, that she has requested and that have been brought um, But yeah you as you w- awaken in your room That is kind of what you awaken to and the smell of like just wonderful cooking like you smell what a mix of like cookies and pastries and like breakfast so uh whoever I, you i'll say the three of you kind of roughly wake up at the same time um and you're free to the day's yours so you're free to. i mean down. i would
0: just have headed down down oh. the
3: stairs awesome um,
0: oh. and if you'll allow it dm yeah, yeah, yeah. i would have liked uh, a little bit of a, a modification on a, a cantrip but I would have liked to have cast light Mm -hmm. on my robes, but just so much that it just gives a soft glow. It's not 20 feet of bright light, but just the... You You can, yeah...
3: Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! You can do that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, absolutely. Uh, like cantrips are cantrips. Like you can you can do what you want with them a little bit. Um, so yeah, as uh, so, and you put on like your full your full vestments and everything. Oh yeah, awesome. Okay. Oh yeah. What right. are those for 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 me, what do those look like for for Kellogg? Mm.
0: I mean, so I've been wearing effectively what were the robes of a cleric of Famir, but they have been very much um, worn. Tarnished, and for the long for the entire time that we've been on this journey they have not been well kept but when i come down the stairs i have cast mending on them i have really done my best to get them in, in and i've washed them of course mm-hmm. uh, and, and gotten done the, done the best i could to make them as uh radiant as possible
3: awesome and yeah with the use <laughs> of, of spellcraft and uh, and of course care and time and consideration. Kellogg mm-hmm. um, probably wakes up a little earlier than everybody else and spends a good like 30, or not everybody else, but wakes up and then spends like 30 minutes mm-hmm. like really going through it. And there's sort of the, an angular uh, mantle, kind of in a V shape, and it's got sort of a high
0: collar that has probably not been uh, very Stunched sturdy yeah. or whatever, yeah. <laughs> but today it is, it is, awesome. it is firmly, uh, sturdily
3: uh, present. I'll say that Kellogg is the first to come down the stairs, or uh, of the the three remaining upstairs, um, and uh, thessaly because Flynn is kind of back in the kitchen when he comes down. You mm. see, you see him come down the stairs, um, and yeah, there's like a soft sort of glow emanating from very clean robes um, that uh, that you recognize as, as his vestments, but just they've been greatly improved.
0: <laughs>
3: My um, the mm. like, yeah.
2: You look different. What do you, you look?
0: clean oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a bit of a rough road um, I've always tried to keep <laughs> keep it up but um, I felt compelled this morning
2: sorry I feel like that was that was supposed to be a compliment and it came out as though I was
0: no hmm. I listen <clears throat> uh, far be it for me to take that uh, uh, in a way you did not mean it um,
2: did you did you sleep okay It's getting better. All right. Do I mean... Do you think... You don't... You don't have to... Be afraid to knock on my door. Like, you don't... You don't have to...
0: It, oh, my God. <laughs> uh... Are, are
2: you sure? Do I say things that I'm not sure of?
0: I suppose you don't. Um, I no. just don't want to uh intrude i suppose on your privacy
2: yes but i'm offering and i don't i just i hate the thought of you just not getting a good night's sleep because of something that if if just sleeping in the same room as someone else is going to help with that then mm, fine
0: i uh um, happily that that'd be nice I, I'll, I'll i'll not refrain from knocking on your door
2: good So I'm thinking I want to find Seeker because I know he had a tradition. He wanted us all to participate
0: in. I also um, have a bit of a thing uh, for when the others are up.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, Flynn's in the kitchen, which I wanted to ask you about. Does he normally do things in the kitchen?
0: Not that I'm aware of.
2: Should we be concerned?
3: Lynn, not Ow! there! <laughs> 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 uh,
4: amazing.
2: Right, right, just uh, normal. You know, he um, he showed me his sketchbook that he worked on all throughout the long eve. I was, you know, tutoring him. And
0: right.
2: He did so well.
0: That's lovely. He
2: they really, look, and I'm going to show Kellek the, the specifically like the last one that you did, like the rays of uh, sunlight yeah. coming in and the, mm-hmm.
4: in the inn with all the in big the inn, yeah. and all that. Yeah.
2: Look at the detail.
4: Wow.
0: Yeah. I remember his um, rendering of James, the fisherman is pretty good, but this is quite a bit better.
2: He's really, he's really been improving, and I, I won't show you the earlier things, you know, for for propriety, because I feel R- like he might. I don't want to embarrass him. Yeah, just it works me, in progress.
0: that Yeah, no, you don't want to.
2: But um, no, he's just. I've never had a student before. It's it's really. But it exciting. seems like you're a good teacher, Leslie. Hmm. A good teacher. I'd never thought. Why not? Know what to do with that.
0: Does <laughs> that bother you?
2: No, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> it's just something to think about.
0: Did you think you'd like to be a teacher?
2: I don't know. I have really thought about
5: what Anything I would like to be. To what we're doing
2: <laughs> Anything uh, that no. doesn't involve these, and I, like, tap the swords. I didn't... I mean, do you know what you... After the agents of repair, repair the world are you going to you talked about going back to the temple
0: suppose I'd like to um it was all I knew I knew for the longest time um and then I lost it and I thought my life was over and then I found all of you so I I don't know I um I like to keep doing good things i guess in the best way that i can which might mean more of this maybe uh, well i guess we'll see
2: um maybe just keep it simple do good things yeah i like that
0: that's a pretty good place to start
2: Mm mm-hmm
3: Maybe. As we, uh, oh, sorry, a no. I was no say, maybe we're... we should
2: make sure Flynn doesn't burn down the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait,
0: what, this one. <laughs> I think he's fine. Uh, as uh, <laughs>
3: as we go back upstairs to uh to secret and Olma, what are you both doing with your morning? Olma, we'll start with you.
0: Yeah.
6: So um I feel the sun from the window, um like touch my face, and that's what wakes me. Yeah. Like the light. The lightning. Yeah. The sun
3: hasn't quite risen, but you see light. Yes. And it's like that sort of dark blue fading to like that yeah. light blue right at the edge of the mountains. And you can just, like, as you wake up, you're just starting to see, like, these faint sort of swirls almost of color. Like, just, like, they're, you're almost not sure if they're your imagination or not, yeah. but you see them.
6: And I hear the noises downstairs, and I look out the window to just kind of, like, watch the sky get brighter and more light and the darkness go away. And I cross my legs, and I sit up in bed, and I want to spend some time just thinking about what has happened over the Long Eve and from the last Long Eve and and how different my life looks now than it did last Long Eve. Um, like another year has passed and knowing that, you know, this used to be the day that I celebrated my birthday and this used to be kind of an, a milestone and to now be here and know that this is no longer a milestone and... Kind of the sadness of where I am again, knowing I've left this place and now I'm back here. And the anticipation of knowing more and just the deep sadness of of knowing my family isn't around anymore, not even existing out there somewhere in the world for me to find, but doesn't, doesn't exist anymore. Um... I'm just going to be sitting with that, and I want to close my eyes for a little bit and then try to meditate. Okay. Um, and just brace myself for the day ahead.
3: Okay. As you sit, the memory's kind of coming back to you. Even just a short time ago, the glass statues, the feeling, reflecting on everything that has happened to you in the last year. Everything from cold crests and washing up on the shore of a river Going to the underdark, going back and forth amongst war fronts, getting friends, losing them. And in that space, as you kind of let those feelings wash over you, you close your eyes and you start to try to meditate, starting with your breath. You breathe. Go to make a wisdom check for me.
6: 11.
3: And- you find a kind of stillness. The, almost in a way where you, like you can, you you let that, all of that wash over you, and then it's up to you whether or not you kind of let it affect you. You kind of find that stillness, that space, where maybe you can separate from the things you're feeling versus you. And if you so choose or you can let it wash over you and accept it and it's you kind of find that that moment of of the space between the thoughts and the feelings or the reaction of whatever is inside of you then you kind of feel that space and once you eventually open your eyes you see the sky is just a little bit lighter and i'm curious to know how Does Oma let that kind of wash over her? Or does she choose?
6: Yeah. Yeah, she lets the the feelings, like her thoughts fall away as she feels everything.
3: And you kind of let it almost like ride the current of
6: that. Mm -hmm.
3: And in that, you also find a bit of stillness. If you choose. As you, maybe for the first time, like stop. Fighting
5: mm-hmm.
3: And let it go.
6: I get up and I get dressed for the day.
3: Thinking about the anticipation, the people you're going to meet, mm-hmm. the people you're going to see once again, you get dressed and you head downstairs.
6: And I open the door. Hmm. And as I start to step, uh, my hand stays on the doorknob for a little bit. And I pull my hand back and I lift up my hood. And I step out Mm -hmm. with my hood up. Okay.
1: All right. Seeker. Uh, When I woke up, I sat in the middle of the floor and I started to uh, think about my family and take off my old uh, boots (laughs) and start to put on my new boots. And as I'm putting on my left boot, thinking about my mother, my father, grandmother, I put on my right boot start thinking about Kellyc and death and Flynn and Oma and smile and uh, say out loud um, as I as I reach up and grab my chest send no and I touch myself and I go invisible okay and I head downstairs and um When I head downstairs, I want to get a vantage point where I can just see
3: them and watch what they're doing. The AOR. Okay. Um, You find your way downstairs and kind of put yourself in a position kind of just actually by the stairs. The stairs are kind of like the, they're off kind of in a corner of the room. They sort of lead up and around and lead up to the secondary floor where a lot of the rooms are. and from that vantage point, kind of tucked back into a corner, you can see the this spectacle of the inn laid out before you, the curiosities, the trinkets. And you can see in each of the windows as the light begins to sort of brighten. You see Thessaly and Kellogg engaged in conversation. Uh, at some point during that, you, you two here as Flynn is just like, just... He, the doors swing open, and you like he's sweating, and he's covered with stuff. <laughs> and Rosie just goes, "Maybe you'd best be out here, dear." Are you sure? just, Thank you for your help. And he just <laughs> gently pushes you out, yeah. prods you. <laughs> he looks very, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, you I'm so, so and eventually you go and join up with Thessaly and Kellick. Um So you, as you come downstairs, you see just the three of them, but not Ulma. Um, when,
1: when they get together, uh, I, I will blend with here in his ear. Uh, did it, did Kelly. Uh, did, does he look fancy? What?
4: What is that? Oh, look, to Kelly. Does he still look glowy? Oh yeah, still glowing. Yeah, he's, he looks clean.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Just.
4: Where are you? I'll look
2: around.
0: Yeah. Who
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you, Flynn? No. Huh? What are you talking, Seeker?
0: Through? did the thing! Oh. Oh! Thought I recognized that look on your yeah. eye. Yeah.
6: <laughs> you'll feel, Kelly, like you'll feel a uh, tug on your rub.
0: <laughs> oh. I don't know, what the hell?
6: <laughs> <laughs> and I just sit down next to him and I keep my hand on his rub.
0: Okay. Alright. Um, I just want to gets here. There's something I'd like to talk to you all about.
2: We need all of
0: us? I, I'd like to. Yes. Okay. At, it's not a big
1: thing. It's small. At small that, I'll, I'll go sit down next to you and uh, <laughs> nudge you and drop,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> drop, <sighs> and drop invisibility. There you go. Siko. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. How
0: are you?
3: Good. <laughs> nice How are you? Boots.
0: Good morning.
3: Really nice boots. Yeah. Sorry, just for curiosity, give me a stealth check advantage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See how how unsettling this is when he <laughs> sits down next to you. Um,
0: <laughs> oh,
1: unsettling. So it's uh it's gonna be a twenty three. Nice.
4: <laughs> All right. What's your passive?
3: Uh, twenty. Those oh, so-, <laughs> so yeah, you the free Yeah, the fr- the only sign you feel of his presence is when you chat you, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Um.
0: So. Uh, it's a bit of a tradition for worshippers of Famir to um, give gifts on the Aberdon, um to the people that mean most to them. Um, naturally, I haven't really had time to go shopping, <laughs> but I do have some things. That the gifts are supposed to um, have some kind of symbolic significance. So I, I think I've done all right on that front. So, uh, for Alma, I uh, have these, and I reach into my bag, and I pull out the blue mushrooms I picked up on the forest uh, the forest Aww. in the woods. Um, because, uh, well, even when things keep you in darkness and force you into horrible places, you still find a way to grow. And so, uh, I think these mushrooms, uh, if you want to make a potion with them, I, I, I understand they could uh, might have a magical <sighs> benefit, turn you into something It will make you harder to and hit and maybe may, may keep you safe but you're the potion master I'll leave you to that
6: and I stick my hand outside of my robe <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so you just <laughs> <laughs>
6: thank you Kelly. that's very nice of you
0: it's it's not much um, yeah um seeker I uh, I hope you don't take this the wrong way so I'll try to explain and I reach into my bag and I pull out um an old strip of um, uh, uh, of bandage, and it's it's uh, something that has been reused and washed and reused to the point uh, where it, you can see that it has been bloody multiple times, but it's clean now. Um, but it's pink as a result uh-huh. from the uh-huh. and because uh, well, you mend wounds, seeker, but you never forget pain and that means a lot to me I I think when we first met I was so grateful to just have another adult to talk to Um, (laughs) uh, and uh, uh, also the the way that well I think you and I have not so dissimilar backgrounds Um, you remember things and so does does this and maybe I, I don't know I think you could use it for your
4: bread if you
1: if you like thank you and I'll, I'll take it and actually start to pull out some of the other strands mm-hmm. that I have and start to lay them on the table uh,
0: thank you then um and I I pull out this time uh, a a sort of tarnished gold chain and it is the previous uh, if you were to look closely you would recognize it uh, as the somewhat burnt, warped chain that used to be attached to the um, tri-ring symbol that is now in my hand. Hmm. Um, for all that we've been through, Then you and I are bound. You and I are connected, just like this. And, well, I think we shall be forevermore. So don't think that a day goes by that I discount that. The way that we are connected and the way that that connection makes us strong. Yeah. And, uh, Tessaly, and I pull out the mirror that I pulled off of Rosie's shelves. Uh, I know you're not the most schooled in religions and I hope this (laughs) isn't something of offence but uh, reflection is one of the main sort of principles of Vermeer and it's very, it's basically the most important part, that's why everything has to be so shiny Um, and you force me to see myself in a way that no one else ever has and you make me see the parts of me that I'd rather not look at and the parts of me that I forgot that I had that I quite like and uh, well the value of that can't be overstated. so I, I hope you can use this to give you the same kind of help that you've given me
2: I take it, like, really hesitantly, just very gingerly hold it between my hands. going to be a mirror? Yeah, hey. Some... Thank you. I can't... <laughs> I can't remember the last time someone got me a gift.
5: Uh, that's a shame. Um,
2: I I'll put it to good use, I guess. Um. Uh,
0: no need, you, you know. Um, maybe you don't even have to use it, but it could be a good, a useful reminder.
2: No, no, well, you you gave it to me, so it's important. So I I should use it.
6: Okay.
2: Th- th- thank you. Thank uh, you. Uh,
0: uh, I, uh, you know, it's been a bit of time before we've had a chance to even uh, think about <laughs> anything. We've been on the run uh, for so many challenges recently. Um, so uh, the Aberdon is an opportunity for us to take a moment. You all have saved me life and not just on the battlefield. So I'll thank you for that.
1: Do do when when you get the mirror, do they look at it? Like when you take it, you just no. Are they looking at Kellick mm. or?
2: I'm looking at Kellick the okay. whole time. I do not look into the mirror.
1: Mm.
3: Okay. Um as you're as you take it and the exchange uh, of of the gifts all happens and you and give things out to everybody who all sort of share that moment. Um and uh at which point you, uh, you hear a, uh, a voice. <laughs> and, uh, it comes from the the small gnomish woman. She's like, right, well, as long as you're all sitting there, you might as well make yourselves useful. Uh, come on, <laughs> on. And she, like, at this point, she's like, and it, she kind of calls to you across the way, uh, you recognize, um, Lydia Greenleaf, the small gnomish woman who is in charge of, uh, the farm and food production for mm-hmm. the most part here in Oakengate. Um... She's like, we've got plenty to carry and not that many hands, so come on over. Uh, And there's just like, at this point you can see now, like as you guys have been doing this exchange, um, like baskets and pots and Mm -hmm. like various, uh, basically like just like food has all been like being put out onto the counter um, here inside of the inn. It looks like a combination of things that were made this morning, things that were made yesterday. In fact, Oma last night, while you were in there, there was a lot of prep work that was being done into today. and you just see all of these uh you will also see all of the um these like this mix of children my, you would recognize them all as novices yeah um of mm. varying ages um mm-hmm. You, uh, there's none that you recognize. Um, Mm -hmm. it's been a few years since you've been here. Um, and probably most of the other novices, a lot of the older novices have moved on to full blown monks at this point. Um,
6: I scoot closer to Kelly like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. All right.
3: (laughs) Um, So you kind of feel her scoot a little closer to you. Uh, but Lydia kind of, she's like, as long as you sit, as long as you're sitting there to make yourself useful, come, come, come. Uh, (laughs) Before we walk over, (laughs) can I, um, this? Hmm? Uh, so
1: I tried to braid this, um, and if you look at it, it's like. It's supposed to be like a three-cord braid, Mm -hmm. and it's basically just rolled together. (laughs) And, uh, Uh, Uh,
2: let me, uh, Uh, do you want me to fix it?
1: I mean, I think it looks good, but it's not what my mom... Oh, Targa,
2: uh, no, it's, it's um...
1: um oh, could, you tried, you, you really
2: did. So <laughs> let me, um, could you
1: Could you make? Yes, so and okay.
2: as someone adept at this, I will go ahead and correct that.
3: All right. Awesome. Here, put this one in, too. The no, one I, that,
2: oh, right, right, right. I'll
1: it <laughs>
3: so you fold the, the, the bandage in, and unless there was anything else that wanted to... Uh, accompany this. I want to make sure to give that the, bre- the breath it deserves. Thank you. Um, Appreciate it. That was beautiful and made my heart happy. <laughs> um, but uh, you do you get this voice? And as you guys walk over, unless you unless you refuse, uh, huh, um, do you guys go in and help? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, for sure. For, for
4: guys, sure. Listen, it's a lot of work in there. Yeah. Just prepare. Yourself. <laughs>
3: You see a variety of things Uh, you see at at which point Rosie also says she's like she's like yes We need to hurry. Uh, We're gonna miss the lanterns lighting ceremony Uh, Let's go and basically like all this stuff starts to get gathered up and you see a bunch of different things You see like these small pastries You can see they're filled with a variety of like very brightly colored jams and over the top of it There's like a very sparkly basically like edible glitter Mm. On the top of everything, in terms of like yeah. silver and gold, um, <laughs> you see um, a like a like big pots of what looks like a clear, and it's got that like luminescent quality, uh, like a soup um, that has uh, brightly scaled like silver fish in it. Um, the scale's still left on, and it's got that sort of scintillating quality mm-hmm. on the top, so mm-hmm. it almost sort of reflects light. Um, you see a like big golden round, like perfectly baked loaves of bread. Um, that are just, again, sort of like round and on each of them is sort of, um, in that way that is, there's, you know how like you cut the tops of bread mm-hmm. and you can give, scoring, thank yeah. you, mm-hmm. it's scored with, um, symbols of the sun on all of them. <gasps> And you see lots of uh, lots of pies um, the different types different sizes some are mini, some are bigger but they're all uh, they're all also scored to look like stars Um, and then you see like basically big barrel casks um, that are that you don't see what's in those um, but you you see all of this like all this different kinds of food all of them have this theme of like brightness or there's some element of you know Sun symbolism or star symbolism all like you would recognize symbolism that it has to do with Vermeer, hmm. Um and familiar some of these things are familiar to you um, Some of these things might be regional uh, that sure are a little bit different. Yeah, but all of them do appear to be um, uh, Yeah sort of just different types of food that appear to be baked or made specifically for this day. Mm-hmm. Um Oma, I think maybe you probably uh some of these were were shared in the inn but mm-hmm. never in this quantity while you were here. Ooh. Um which is kind of and when she says like the lantern lighting ceremony, like that is new to Oma. Um, and uh basically all these uh all these novices g- gather up, you know, baskets and things like that and different casks and everybody sort of just heads out of the inn and makes their way into town. Um, you all sort of walk through, and as you, as you exit the inn, you can feel the cool, like the very crisp, cold morning air. You see your breath steam uh, as soon as you walk out, and in the east, you see the lightning of the sky, um, and you uh, all start to see those sort of very faint, like almost like tendrils of color, mm. uh, and like this sort of, again, very sort of scintillating, undulating quality right at the ridgeline of the peaks to the east um cool to make your way into town um and rosie kind of leads the way along with lydia who still has her thumbs hooked into her little overall <laughs> um, and she walks very quickly though like she keeps stride with rosie She's not about, like, caring anything nope. bitch. No, no. <laughs> um and uh, And she walks into you all walk into sort of towards the center of town, following mm-hmm. the flow of of the rest of these people. Um, and as you get there, um, you can see the town you see uh, uh, several hundred people that are all gathered around um, the center of, the center, which is a generous term for Okinki Village, um, which is more just kind of like an open expanse of grass than it is any real like town center. There's no major identifying structures or anything like that. There's just like a big open grassy area with like a slight rise in the middle, and you see a very sort of like low wooden platform Mm -hmm. that is sitting there. And as you guys approach, um, you see that almost everybody is holding these paper lanterns, mm-hmm. and they're all lit with candles. Um, you see on, a, on the wooden platform um, a variety of figures that are all sort of like arrayed out. Mm. Um, you see a uh, sort of a middle-aged human male, shaved head, well-groomed sort of long like goatee beard, um, lean muscular build from this distance, like very piercing blue eyes, uh, his body is covered in intricate tattoos um, that look like sort of like wings and and various um, the what could only be described as uh, as celestial looking like wings and sort of light and mm. Um, mm. you see like uh, uh, creatures that would normally be associated with celestial qualities like there's a unicorn oh, and okay. mm-hmm. a uh, a Quetzalcoatl and these sorts of different like creatures associated with. Um, with what would be considered, uh, celestials. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. on his, uh, on his, um, shoulder, you see perched a little capuchin monkey. <gasps> uh, that is just sort of sitting on here. Um, you recognize Brother Jin. You see a beautiful, um, with, like, sort of flowing silver hair done up in an intricate braid, simple, elegant robes that are loose and fit for, uh, movement hands and feet adorned with delicate silver jewelry you see um an elvish woman um very calm very uh, sort of her like hands tucked into her own sleeves um and uh you recognize sister liara um you see a stout wide dwarf with a thick braided beard and a shaved head uh he, his body also covered in intricate geometric tattoos um he wears uh like deep browns and earth robes um, and um, you almost recognize Brother Kalar. You see a towering human male, short cropped, um, short cropped dark hair, um, sort of deep, uh, deep brown skin, um, chiseled jawline. You see beautiful plate mail armor, um, and on emblazoned on the chest, you see the same symbol that um, Seeker carries on his arm, Seeker mm. of Lowrus, mm-hmm. symbol of Laurus. Oh, um. Mm. This is uh, Brother Tristan. Um, You see a tiefling woman, um, pale blue skin, curling ram's horns, uh, raven black hair, bright red eyes. Um, And uh, you see like basically faint arcane glyphs and markings that adorn her skin. Um, uh, Sister Solara. And you see towering above all of them, uh, a massive imposing Goliath who has a hammer, big hammer at his belt. Um, he has, uh, this sort of stone, stone gray skin, um, and faint like scars that go up both arms. Um, and he's sort of looking up, um, not at anything in particular. His eyes just sort of track upwards. And, um, finally you see bowed over, uh, an ancient silver dragonborn, um, spectacles across the eyes and he all presides. Uh, I shouldn't have said finally because, holding a lantern sort of at the center. You see a tall, broad human male, um, short-cropped, dark hair with sort of uh, streaks of gray and white, very firm uh, sort of facial features, um, aging probably somewhere in his 50s, but built like a brick shit house, <laughs> <laughs> Just like very, very well-defined musculature. Uh, he wears sort of... Um, Broad, big bronze bracers on either of the arms um, and you can see his robes are a, a cover, the color of like a deep yellow um, and um, Oma do you do Dainwood. Headmaster Dainwood. Oh, headmaster Dane <laughs> uh, um, you see scattered about the crowd uh, also m- different types of people you see um, you see actually one thing that would immediately catch uh, seeker's eye and everybody's uh, you see a single warforged who is was among the crowd um, cool. You see uh, a bright red tiefling. You see um, one other figure that is up on the wooden step platform, but a little bit apart. You see even more ancient than the silver dragonborn. You see a squat figure, moss growing out of her back. It sort of drapes oh. down the back like a cloak. And you can see a sort of twisted, gnarling branch held in the hand and then sort of out of, almost out of her shoulder, um, like is uh, hidden amongst the moss and uh, somewhere you see what looks like a small bonsai tree kind of grows out of the top and huh. sits above oh, the that's shoulder awesome. okay um, you see a absolutely ancient looking turtle <gasps> um, um, who is just sort of his st- sitting arms folded the the gnarled branch of a staff uh, that has like faint um, or not faint but like vibrant little leaves um, hanging off of the edge, or, like, sort of growing out of it, um, you see um, Elderthorn bloom. And as you all sort of gather, um, you are directed to place the, um, the sort of, on the outskirts of this grassy area, there are tables that have been set up, and you're instructed to, like, set the things down at different tables. Um, and amongst the, um, the, sort of, sitting there uh, amongst the tables, there are also more lanterns that are sort of set out. Um, there are a few left, um, and Kellick, you are familiar with this tradition, especially in some rural communities. Um, it is very common to write a prayer to Famir um, at the return of her light and release it into the sky um, when uh, when the Everdon breaks. Um, so anybody who would like to partake in this tradition may, if you would like to. Um, I would ask, is anybody going to grab a lantern?
4: I would. I would. Alright. Yeah.
6: I start to release Kelleck's robe, but I stop because I don't want to be seen. So I don't release his cloak and I don't grab a lantern.
0: If I... Could I clock that?
6: Probably, because I start to let go and then I go
0: back to him. Because I would grab a second lantern... If I would notice that that impulse. Yeah. And I would just, like, try to, like, when I begin to write my prayer, I would, like, kind of sit down in such a way that I could put the second lantern next to me and, like, (laughs) provide the materials to to write the prayer. Thank you. Of course
3: I'm...
6: I pop- sneak the, sorry, I sneak the pen and paper inside under my <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Your little hand comes yeah.
6: out <laughs> you like, claws it back
3: in <laughs> until it's hidden. It makes me so happy. Yeah. Um, awesome.
2: I pocket the braid I was working on for Seeker mm-hmm. and trying to, like, <laughs> not make sure no one is looking at me. I'm going to, I'm going to take a lantern. I'm going to do it. While I do that. I want to scan the crowd. Do I see Brim anywhere?
3: Mm. Uh, you do. Yeah, I do. I do. He's sort of sitting off. Um, he's towards the the towards the wooden platform. Mm-hmm. He's relatively close. Um, actually, he would be up there. I'm sorry. Oh no, he'd be up there. He's up on the platform. Yeah, because yeah. he is officially. Uh, right. He, oh. he is. One of the order. He's
2: kind of a big dude. Yeah. B- yeah.
1: so um, he He's he, up he, on a platform, <laughs> so,
3: No. when I muscle. see that, yeah.
2: I would like elbow Tarka <laughs> a little bit be like...
1: Would I have noticed best take the lantern?
2: It's gonna be obvious at some point, and I'm not <laughs> sneaky, so.
4: <laughs>
2: what, you don't you don't wanna do this? Uh, it looks fun. It doesn't have to be a thing.
4: Okay, I'll take one I haven't done this in a while What exactly are we supposed to do? I, send them. I don't
0: know write a, write a message To the gods huh. Or to whomever <laughs> what, I suppose what? Oh, to he- what? whoever? What's appropriate to say? Supposed to be Whatever's like in your heart
4: um, Ooh Well, there's some things
0: uh, That's fine uh, uh, This is uh, the moment of uh, Catharsis Release You're sending your your, send and your, uh, your wishes For the future the uh, the things you, you hope for. It's the return of the light, and we're meeting it by sending our messages up.
4: They actually get them.
0: Um, I'm inclined to say yes, but I don't know anymore what to make of anything. But yeah. um, I think uh, I used to give this speech to. Non believers, um, writing something down, it has power.
1: It, it's kind of more for us than them.
0: Right.
4: Give it a shot. No, I'll go up and I'll grab him. Why yeah. did you elbow me?
2: <laughs> <clears throat> look, look, I think you see someone you might recognize up there.
4: Was <laughs> oh, <is> that Brim? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Yes. I, we all know Brim. I know,
2: I just think you should make a point of saying hi to him at some point during the festival.
1: I uh, rub my the earring on my left ear and say, Good morning, Brim.
3: Uh, as... Uh... As you, as you, the, the whisper in the ear, his eyes immediately flick over to you. Um, <laughs> boom. As he very quickly scans the crowd, sees you, um, and then he just, he sort of smiles. Flynn and and waving he, his, he hands with his hand. With yeah, Flynn, yeah, Flynn <laughs> be, right behind the seeker. Um, Wait, you like. see, you see Brim's eyes kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> as he acknowledges it and he kind of like, he, he like, let's go the lantern and just kind of like. Just a quick little. Like, <laughs> <"Hi."> um, <laughs> but uh, he, uh, he looks at you and um he responds, "Yeah, because uh, it is message, right? It is. Says, Good morning, Seeker. Do are you happy? Oh. Hello.
2: oh, you said. Oh, you did the little. I mean, I think that probably made him happy. I don't know how it. I, I feel pretty neutral about it. Um, does he look happy?
3: Grim. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, he's up there. He's, he's got a little smile on. <laughs> Which, which goes away after a minute as he yeah. schools his features. <laughs> to the stillness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: um, we, we can do this privately. We don't have to, like, announce what we're writing, right? We no,
0: just...
3: I think it's better if it's private, mm-hmm. personally. All right. Yeah. Sorry, I did want to... Uh, you think it's better if it's private, actually. At which point, a voice sort of echoes out from the platform. As Brother Dane steps forward with his lantern. A warm ever-dawn to you all, Famir's light has once again returned to the world, and in her light we may find peace and harmony. Is a firm voice, um, very even, very deep. As we go into the new year, let us pay our thanks to the lessons learned. Let us mourn those whose time has come to an end in the long dark. And finally, let us be grateful for new beginnings. And for new friends, at which point his eyes flick to all of you. Novices, at which point you see all of the, mm-hmm. like the, they all like, like there's a subtle shift cool. through the crowd as they all like <laughs> snap up. Yeah. Um, actually he would say novices and he says it kind of sharply. Mm. The day is yours. <laughs> Avail yourselves of the festivities. For tonight we return once more to our purpose. But today is a day of plenty, and a day of celebration. Enjoy it." And then he turns to the east, and he says, may we all return to the light, as the light returns to us. And he lifts the lantern, (laughs) and it slowly begins to ascend into the sky, and right Sort of as the lantern begins to ascend upward, you see the east, those tendrils of color spill out over the mountains mm-hmm. oh. as the sun breaks the horizon. And you see this kaleidoscope of beauty as the light hits. You see this aurora that washes over the sky from the east in silver and gold, bright colors as the sky sort of like just erupts in a riot of light and color, and you see as the sun crests the horizon, and the first rays of dawn hit and wash over all of you. Kelic, in that moment, you feel the medallion against your chest. Oh, snap. Warm. You feel it against your skin. And almost something settle around you, like a weight, but not the oppressive weight of something, rather like a, like the embrace of something. And the lanterns all begin to lift into the sky. I would like to know, in this time, you can take a moment, but what did each of you write onto your piece of paper as it floats into the sky it could take a minute but I would be curious to know don't have to say specifically just the gist
1: seeker I probably would have been mumbling this Yeah. dear gods
5: <laughs>
1: you suck <laughs> oh. J- just kidding not really uh, and I do write ah It has been a weird past few weeks. I miss the light. I don't like the cold. I'm glad the sun's coming back. And for me, it's important. Even though you didn't make magic specifically. And <laughs> I am thankful to be warm again.
0: If I hear him say this, I just shake <laughs> my head. <laughs> Amazing.
1: I am also thankful for these people around me and these no friends here
3: and um, please keep them safe as your lantern drifts into the air and joins the hundreds of others that slowly begin to ascend you send your your wish your prayer for the new year skyward and join with the community
2: I take a really long time, like probably right up until is appropriate to like send off the lanterns as the light sort of crests from the sky and starts to wash over everybody. And my brow is furrowed and my eyebrows are scrunched. And I'm I'm trying to think of everything that I want to encapsulate in just not a lot of space <laughs> and concisely. And I sort of like turn the pen over in my hand one, two, three times. And I think about the last time that I celebrated, like, actually celebrated the Long Eve instead of just acknowledging its passing. Right. Which was, it was like 15 years ago. Um, And for the third time that week, just settling on something simple, I will write down the name Salix Gwyn and all the hope that that carries with that. And Mm. I will put my lantern into the sky. Okay.
3: And a name written... As your lantern passes into the sky, joins the others. Um, I'll write
0: just a, a simple expression. Uh, may the love we share in this moment renew us in spirit or however
3: many dawns remain. Then I'll just let it go. By one, each of you letting go your lanterns as Kellex also joins with all of the lanterns as they ascend to the sky.
4: Um, I'll, after kind of like thinking for a moment, thinking of what Kallik told me, <laughs> that I can kind of like say something to the gods and maybe they'll hear it. I'll um, think of the past adventures and things that we've done and hardships we've run into and I'll just take the piece of paper and just quickly I'll first write, why can't y'all just get along up there? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll kind of like shake it off and I'll just put an X through that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'll just write thank you for bringing us Kellek like, and I'll we'll fold it up and put an it in and send it off. Um,
6: and I completely ignore that I'm sending a message to the gods <laughs> 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 send a message that I want to send mm-hmm. to people beyond mm-hmm. and I write Lady Alexandra Thank you for leaving a path for me to follow and for keeping me as safe as you could. Mama, I hope we didn't hurt you and that you're at peace wherever you are. And then I just kind of fold up, I give a kiss, and I just put it in my lantern.
3: As Oma's lantern. I think the last one rises into the sky you see these lanterns sort of ascend like kind of a a gust of wind almost a mountain air this swift change in temperature kind of buoys all of them and they rise very quickly into the sky and you see as everybody watches them and you all get this sense of like like everybody's waiting for something bated breath looking and as they ascend they go higher and higher and higher still kind of like basically at that transition point where the color meets the blue sky and as the color washes over them kind of in a flare they all vanish wow and a cheer Yay! <laughs> as everybody the five the collective voices of oh. six seven hundred people in this town you hear this beautiful, this cheer of joy and exuberance just rise up out of the throats of everybody in this community as they all clap and hug and embrace. And you see all of the people up on the platform, you see as the monks, some of them embrace, some of them just nod politely to one another. Um, this is a sort of different social dynamics at yeah. <laughs> play there. Um, I sort of look around the group at this and I kind of give them an a <laughs> eyebrows it's like, pretty good, huh? <laughs> right. As And Kelly you've, you've heard of this. You've probably seen it before. It's, it doesn't always happen, but every once in a while it's nice when it does um but the the sort of and then kind of almost in a very swift turn you hear like music start to play you hear what sounds like a like a mandolin begin to be get strummed out as like a as like a uh, just like a box drum that people sit on kind of begins to like play out a beat and suddenly kind of like the air the, the the sort of uh, I don't want to say heaviness, but the, mm. the sort of reverence of the moment turns to celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, as the the people up on the platform begin to sort of break their way off and make uh, make their way over to different uh, things, and as you look around, you can actually see there are like areas or things kind of set up. You can see that there's um, one one person, uh, one of the the uh, monks up on the stage, heads off towards what looks like a roped off, just like long stretch of grass, uh, where in there, there are um, like wooden stakes or poles of various heights that are all sort of like ascend. And then on the distance away from it, sort of almost probably about 100 yards or so, mm. you see a large sort of like wooden archway and then hanging in there. At least it looks like it's hanging from this distance. You see, like, a bright, sort of, um, uh, slightly glowing something. Kind of looks like a, like a little, um, from this distance it's hard to make out. Okay. But, uh, like a little warbling star, almost. It's, like, sort of sitting in the middle of this archway. Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. you see, um, uh, all the novices sort of immediately run over and... Start just like shoveling all these little treats and food and things like that. <laughs> <their> thing. Yeah, <laughs> um, and you see just yeah, as this scene kind of erupts into celebration. Um, so what do you as as this happens, um, at, like activities start kind of going off. Um, you see uh, the the thing with like the uh, what's it called the uh, the the stakes. Um, And you see a few other sort of like cordoned off areas where one of the monks uh, sort of goes off and appears to be standing nearby some sort of thing uh, or activity that has been planned for the day. Um, But you all have. uh, Oh, you see. Here you go. Um, I found it. My notes are very long. (laughs) You see see, um, like a sort of a large like wooden uh, construct for lack of a better term um, that is also kind of cordoned off and you see um, like different uh, pegs that are sticking out of like a wooden board Mm. that are all sort of like aligned um, on this on this construct of wood and they're all painted in silver and gold like everything's painted silver and gold or lacquered. Um, You see a... uh, a another area that is just like straight open grass um, and uh, you see from this distance as like some of the kids go over, the novices and they're all putting on like these bright cloaks, like these cloaks that have this like again kind of that uh, what's the word, uh, tinsel kind of like a, mm-hmm. aspect to it where it looks metallic and shimmery yeah. and they're all wearing these different cloaks um, as uh, as they all sort of like line up one at a time like squaring off with one another and they look down the the long grass um, and uh and yeah, and then finally, off to one side, you also see um, what appear to be a um, variety of like, like an, a lo- another large open expanse of grass and sort of like floating, you see um, like basically wooden cutouts that appear to have been somehow magically enchanted. They're all surrounded in kind of silver light and they're just like floating and moving around in this space. Mm. Um But you see all of these kind of like different activities that people kind of run off to is some people eat and some people, um, you know, gather together and they're all, uh, you know, talking and chatting. um, And this kind of erupts around you guys. Mm -hmm. And um, what do you all what do you all wish to do with the uh, with as this scene kind of changes and and you have all of these people around um, and you can partake in the celebration or do whatever you wish.
4: I think the first thing i do is go get food, because
3: All right. Rosie you me never me some food, actually got, Rosie gave yeah. me like a
4: bite, and then I worked that off probably yeah. so I'm going to be like, yes, I'm, uh, I'm still hungry, I'm going to go grab food, but um, and then, and then we can, I don't know, check it out, Alma, has this happened before, do you know what's going on?
6: Nothing this big.
4: No?
0: No. Okay. This is wonderful. It's really cool.
4: It's pretty great.
0: Yeah. Nice to see. I wonder how they manage it nestled out here in Caldor. Having this big of a festival for familiar. The old, yeah, the old right.
6: Well, they're kind of separate from Aye. everywhere
0: and up here. Seems quite powerful if Brother Prim is any representation.
6: who Yeah, they're all really strong. Oh, did
2: you? Did you want to say hi to anyone in particular?
6: No. I. We just had to find out about my necklace. Fix it.
0: Right. Should we try to get an audience with Brother Danwint then? Probably.
6: Maybe Maybe Brother Brim talked to him and told him what we needed.
0: I suppose. Wasn't that
6: what he was supposed to do?
0: Touch base, Brother Brim.
6: Find Brim. Okay.
0: They don't want to try one of these sort of events. And some, uh, something strike your fancy.
6: Well, maybe maybe we can. They look fun.
4: Yeah. I.
6: Well. I don't want anyone to be in danger because of me.
5: Uh. Uh,
6: but I, I think, you know, I, I think that this is sort of
2: a danger-free zone right now since um, it seems to be so lively and everyone seems so relaxed and, and I don't see any of the other monks feeling like they they need to be on their guard. So I think that's a pretty good indication that we could just take a couple minutes and have some fun.
4: Yeah, just a, just a little bit. A moment.
2: Not long. It doesn't have to be long, Ulma. Well, okay. You guys can have fun. Well, you pick. I think you should pick the activity. You, you I know don't... this place best. This is your home. Yeah,
4: hey, which one should I try first? Yeah. What do you want to watch Then <laughs> pull
2: That's around That's a great question. Yes, you should pick <laughs> Flynn. I like this. Well,
4: yeah.
6: I, um...
4: There's that long grass over there. And then there's those floating things. Should I do that one? Mm. Yeah. Ooh, the one with the pigs. Up to you. Mm-hmm. Stakes in the ground. I don't know which one would be the most fun. Which one do you think would be the most fun?
6: I don't know. I've never seen it before. <laughs> We're just, looking at. <laughs> just, just looking at We didn't have any games like this.
4: Okay, well. What's your best guess? Um. Maybe you and Flynn can
0: team up. No, the I don't. sparkling thing. The hanging thing. I don't... I don't...
6: I don't know if I want to be seen yet.
4: That's okay. I'll, I'm will i doing it anyway. You just, you just watch, watch Flynn
6: do it. You get to boss Flynn around.
4: Okay, well... <clears throat> <clears throat> Flynn? You get to boss me around.
6: I don't need to boss you around right now.
4: Omar. All right.
6: I don't know!
4: It's
0: okay. It's all right.
6: Do you, All right.
0: And I just sort of softly put my arm on Alma's shoulder. It's all right, Oma. Maybe some food first. Food. Just I'm hungry.
1: Do do you want to go with me and find Brim and see if we can figure out what he said to uh David?
6: Yes. Yes, and I'll um let go of Kellick's robe and I'll grab um Seeker's robe. Okay. Be safe. Tell Brim I said hi.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: Tell, mm, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Alright I guess we get food while they do that Yeah, right. sounds great I mean,
2: where, where is that music coming from? Do you hear, do you
4: I mean it sounds like it's coming from everywhere And I'll look around and see if there is a source Yeah Um. Yes, uh,
3: so as you look um, Around and you find the source of the music You find it very quickly um, You okay. see uh, a sort of standing Of uh, just, not like on, Even on a platform um, Actually yeah they would be uh, going up and sort of taking the place on the wooden platform as the monks have now that were there have dispersed um you see tan-skinned uh sort of like obsidian horns curling backwards from her head um you see like white bleach white hair um you see a very sort of uh, uh tan-skinned female tiefling um she has a uh, a mandolin Um, and what you thought was a box drum is actually like behind her, um, as her heel is connected to like a device that appears to be hitting the drum. So she's both keeping the beat and Uh, playing at the same time. Um, you see, um, yeah, she also has, um, she has two, um, it's hard to make out, but she has what appear to be two, um, like not quite snakes, um, serpentine like Creatures mm. Mm. that are curling up her uh, her hands or her arms rather, um, and you can see a big smile, slightly fanged um, mm. smile, uh, bright yellow eyes. As um, you see a tiefling woman who is just jamming out, uh, <laughs> very sort of uplifting, upbeat um, music. Uh, hard to place age, um, definitely adult, but where in there. Not too sure, um, but yeah, you see a, a tiefling woman who is just jamming out. She's got um, very bright, uh, there's like a thick white, um, uh, actually no, she doesn't have a, so believe it or not, they only have a, um, there's like no undershirt, like a lot of exposed skin for how cold it is, Mm -hmm. um, and uh, like a long, um, like bright red with lots of like gold inlay, like a very ornate, Mm -hmm. kind of like long vest, uh, with, like, big billowy pants, nice worn leather boots, um, and what appear to be two scimitars that are cool. sheathed in Ooh. the sides. That's cool. Um, and, yeah, you see... Um, uh, this is a figure that you do recognize, Oma. Mm-hmm. Marina Swiftbrook. The yeah. resident... Traveling, here <laughs> here again, not a, there again. Huh. Um, uh, whoop- tiefling uh, bard, who just kind of, like, who lives at Oakengate, <laughs> but is very... Here and there, yeah, like gone for weeks, yep. maybe months at a time, comes back sometimes but on the wind, been a permanent resident of Oakengate, Gate. For, <laughs> like, it's since you, as far as you heard, like probably the better part of 30 years, yeah, wow, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just it always was around, um, less so as the years yeah. got on right before you left, mm-hmm. like you saw the, her less and less, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah. That is, that is the source of the music, sorry. That's a very long-winded way of saying no, it.
2: Um,
4: but yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's... Whoa. Pretty wow. impressive display. Yeah. Quite
2: that, a performance. you want to hmm?
4: go up there and dance? Is that what you're saying?
2: Mm. <laughs> no. You just
4: like, wanted to know where the music was coming from I then? just
2: was... I like music. I'm not allowed to like... Let's go get food, Flynn.
4: <laughs> I'm just curious <laughs> if you wanted to get closer. No, I don't, I don't want... Okay. God, Have just go. Just eat? Let's Have you go had food. food yet? Okay, let's go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> awesome. As Flynn and Thessaly make uh, their way towards the food, um, I'll look over to Kelleck. Uh, you want to come with? Hi. Right. Yeah. Smells good. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Kellick, you as you're wandering through in your vestments, um, I you. got a lot of looks uh, mm. oh. as you are here yeah. in space. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would. Oh, I and, would bet. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of a lot of people um, start like as you begin to make your way. You see all like basically different varieties of figures, um, kind of come up to you and give you like just cursory like uh, salutations that mm-hmm. would be associated with from here. Um mm. and just sort of like mm-hmm. basically are giving Kellick the respect and the. Congratulation, to a priest mm-hmm. They appear to As you look, you are very much in your vestments um, And so they give you kind of like The, um, a lot of just like Thanks and salutations and they're Happy you're here, it appears mm-hmm. um, At one point you do see a Um, a, a young Um, young Lavender skin tiefling girl who comes up to you mm. And, uh, is just like Are your robes all shiny?
0: <laughs> oh, um to celebrate the return of the light.
3: Yeah, but how'd you do it? Oh, um, believe it or not, magic. Cool. <laughs> okay, bye. And then just <laughs> takes <right>. off. <laughs> Magic's not cool. It's quite a bit of responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> um, takes off around. And you see behind her, um, you see uh, the young, the, the, the tabaxi. Who immediately like follows off and oh, okay. follows her? Uh-huh. Uh, he appears to stand back and just watches you. Doesn't say anything. Just mm. like watches. Um, <laughs> just give a little little wave, a little flickering wave. His his uh, like eye, his pupils like narrow Ow. and then and he turns uh-huh. and takes uh-huh. off, um, really fast, zooming, uh-huh. like zooms <laughs> through the crowd, yeah, um. But uh, anyway, uh, um, so you all would see though as as these people are, are coming to me, just be
0: like the the ro- a very rote practiced mm-hmm. like uh, shaking hands and putting putting my hand on their shoulders. And May the light reflect from your eyes. And the light reflect from your eyes. <laughs> just just <laughs> as I'm like going through, making the route. It's very, it's a, it, it doesn't seem strange to me at all. Like it's a very easily easily done thing. Um, uh,
4: as that's going on, and that, and we're walking at some point when Calic is maybe distracted with a few people. Uh, I'll just kind of catch Desley's glance. I just want to see how she reacts to Kellek's fame.
6: <laughs>
2: uh, I'm having some, a, a series of complicated emotions <laughs> are in my face. Um, wouldn't have guessed any other one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
4: kind of just look up to see, yeah. I
2: like, I look happy that Because it seems to be something that Kellogg, like, enjoys, and I know that Famir is a source of a a lot of good things for him, but I'm also, like, trying to grapple with, and I'm thoroughly reminded of, like, actively avoiding religious districts Mm -hmm. when I traveled um, on Dale, and just, like, you know, just kind of making sure that attention is, like, kept on him, and just kind of, like, glancing downward, because... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I associate a lot of negative things with that mm-hmm. attention. So, like, being happy for him while also trying not to be, like, dismissive of my own mm-hmm. sort of chagrin or, I don't want to say disgust, that feels strong, but, you know.
4: But, so, I, like, I, I, maybe I sense there's an uncomfortability there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
4: you all right?
2: Hmm?
4: You seem, you're frowning at one point.
2: No, I just, um, is that... I think there was a bug. You didn't... Didn't get a, you? Uh, a bug,
4: right? Yeah? <laughs> I could think of a bug that might be.
2: I'm just... I <laughs> know this is strange, but I'm just not comfortable with
4: a the lot gods. of... The gods?
2: Well, just uh, relig- religion in general.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird, huh?
2: It is. And Kellic was the first person of, of any sort of association with any temple that was... Well, I guess Seeker, but Seeker had kind of walked away from that that was, you know, kind.
4: And you walked away too, right?
2: Then I never really <laughs> Well, the last time I was in a temple, I was I was Oh, I think I was maybe 7 years old.
4: Yeah, I mean, a lot's happened, so maybe you've said this before, but and we're almost at the carts that have the food and stuff, so maybe maybe we talk about this later, but why why did you why do you not like the gods again? <laughs> they gave you all those cool powers.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
2: oh, Flynn! I, I think you. I think you sometimes think that the gods give things away for free, just <laughs> for for some words that were said. Um, well,
4: what did you do to get them?
2: You're right. This is not a conversation. Before we walk up to a food cart at a festival, this is a.
4: Sure, sure. Sorry, that is different. Yeah.
2: What did you do to get your tattoos?
4: A lot of training Mm -hmm. and practice and pain.
2: Yep. So your magic, a lot of training, practice and pain?
4: Yeah. Yeah. It took a while. I mean, even before I started training, I I had to start memorizing things. And that was Mm. even before I got to the collective. I was like picked up by by someone that I guess saw something in me and uh, trained me for like about a year before I was even then shipped off to to learn. And and, like it it was a lot basically. And again, maybe you're right. Maybe we should talk about this at a longer time because (laughs) I'm really hungry. All right. But yeah, it, take, it took Will a you while.
5: <laughs> yeah. you no, I mean,
4: whenever you want to talk about it, I mean, I'm curious, too, because you're a good fighter.
2: Well, thank you. And
4: I mean, if you could teach me to draw, I'm curious what else you can teach me.
2: Oh, we can always have some sparring sessions, Flynn. <laughs> I won't go easy on you.
4: I would love that <laughs> so much.
2: Here, you help me scout out the best food. I'd, yeah. um...
4: I'm looking for a turkey leg. What are you looking for? <laughs>
2: I want something dessert. I want something sweet.
4: Really? I mean, it's you we can't are... just live off of sweets. I. <laughs>
3: You're right, it's a celebration, I'm sorry,
4: you're right. with
2: the lemon pastries, you're, and I ate it. that actually sounds
3: really good. Let's uh, get them. Let's we'll see if so they have you Someone says sweets and pastry as someone goes, Aurora bite. And yes. it's pastries filled with jam with the sparkly ooh. dust on them. Uh, as we cut over to, as you go, ooh, we yes. <laughs> cut over to uh, Seeker and Oma. Um, as you uh, sort of turn and leave the group as Kellek and them begin to make their way towards the food, um, you two start yeah. to look for Brim.
1: Yeah, I want to look for Bram, and I also want to look for the brother that had the sigil of Loras. Okay, cool. If I can see either over them in the crowd.
3: Awesome. Um, you see both of them. Uh, it looks like the the gentleman who has the plate mail armor with the with the symbol on it um, is presiding over the um, like one of the one of the games. Um, he's over by the uh, the the kids wearing the cloaks, and as you see now, as you kind of look, and a little bit of time has passed, you see they're like they're, It's just a foot race. Like they are. Foot racing like from here to there as quickly as possible. Um, but there's a performative aspect to it too mm. with the cloak. Um, it's kind of like somewhere between halfway between it's like 80% foot race, 20% dance. Um, so you see him over there and then, um, pretty quickly though, you don't have to find, look long for Brim cause he also finds you guys. Um, as he comes up and finds you, um, he says, good morning, happy ever done. Um, and, uh, reaches in to give you a hug um, and then he just like his eyes cut down. He goes, "Hey, Oma. Hi, Brim. Yeah, he he doesn't like you see. He doesn't make eye contact <laughs> yeah. with mm. you, but he knows you're there. Yeah.
1: Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I'll return the hug. Mm. And um, uh, question: Who's that with the sit- the uh, the, si-
3: the Sigil? Huh? That it'd be, w- and the W starts. Brother Tristan, like he goes, mm. whoop, brother Tristan.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, but that's not what we need um did you talk to Danwin?
3: Yes, and
6: what did he say?
3: He is eager to meet you all. I can take you to him no.
6: Can he fix my necklace?
3: I think so.
1: Do you want to get everyone else, or do you want to go talk to
6: him? I think we should fix my necklace.
1: We're we're both content,
3: right? Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. Let's go find him.
6: We can let them eat.
1: Um. Are they? W- <laughs> Looking back, real quick, like trying to. S- like, would they be in range for me to send a message? Uh,
3: yeah, I think like it, as the time as the time splits and you go there, I, mm. I, I think they're still probably um, they're like just arriving at the food table. Uh, yeah. They got slowed down by not yeah. is that's yeah. Arrived at the food table. <laughs> is like surrounded by probably two or three <laughs> different people who are like, like a guy stuck holding a door for people. Yeah, I, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: But, like I mean this have, is your super Bowl yeah, <laughs> right,
0: right?
3: Yeah, right. um yeah and they I mean like people people see and um so yeah a, a Kellick is caught up right now in in conversation with uh um yeah I, I imagine at this point you probably see a little the little two novices that dart away from Kellick mm. as he and then immediately swarmed by like three more people <laughs> I'll reach up
1: and rub my, the earring on my left ear uh we are going to find dannglings think he can fix the almost necklace. Also tell them Lars with magic.
0: Okay bye.
3: Who's that who's that <laughs> to oh, ah, Kelly like, uh, awesome. course
0: Don't know why I would lie to these people <laughs> 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 Yeah Got Oh that's awesome. Uh but good uh keep us appraised uh, go on and if you need anything at all
1: Oh uh I told Gaelic so we we can go.
3: Okay. Seeker, as you as you finish sending the message, um, you look and you catch sight of someone. Um, oh. And the reason you catch sight of them is because they're they're looking at you. Oh. You see, um, what appears to be a human woman, um, travelers' clothes, shades of brown, off-white, tall, strong jawed, long dark, long dark curling hair, um, and like a sort of faint. Um, it, from this distance, just light, l- very light, light eyes, but they're just staring at you.
1: Uh, what are they like? Do I recognize what they're wearing at all? Are they-
3: Nothing. It looks like just very sort of nondescript travelers' clothes.
1: Um, I'm gonna rub my ear. Mm-hmm. And uh, looking back,
3: hello can I help you? (laughs) Um, when you, when you send the message, um, they look at you and you see that, like, the, the message registers. They don't say anything. Oh. Just turn and walk away.
1: Uh, bro, did you, did you see that person looking at you? Yeah. Do you recognize
3: them? Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's silent. Ooh. They don't talk. That's...
1: Okay. <laughs> That's why they didn't say
3: anything back. Yeah. We don't... They've been here a few months. Where'd they come from? Hard to tell when someone doesn't talk, but... They just... They've been here a while, and they help. Spend time with... With, uh... Eldethorn. She might, know no, she might know more mm. um, they, they were around. just
1: staring at me but let's go to um, let's let's go find Danewind okay.
3: yeah 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 um, and takes uh, you and Oma Brim sort of turns around and begins to make his way through the crowd um, it's not a big crowd mm-hmm. within a minute or so you see kind of standing at the edge of everything just sort of looking um, you see two figures um, you see brother Danewind who is sort of, or Ma- Headmaster Danwin who is standing there, tall, like, shoulders back, the uh, hands behind his back. Oma, this is very familiar, mm-hmm. just wide stance, yeah. like, very just upright and still. Like, doesn't move, doesn't flinch, barely blinks. It's um, just sort of like looking at everything um, and watching, there's not a smile on his face. There's mm-hmm. just like a very, very schooled stillness. Yeah. Um, and next to him, you see the towering form of that Goliath, um, who is, is still just kind of looking, uh, just looking like up uh, into the sky. Um, and there, the his head kind of just like every once in a while cocks, and then you see that they, um, as you guys approach. Um,
6: I I know these two. Mm-hmm. I try to quiet my steps okay, cool, as much a, as I can.
3: Roll a stealth check for me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
6: oh ho ho. ho, ho, ho.
1: Could I, um, try and...
6: If I'm wearing my cloak, am I at advantage yeah. for stealth?
3: Advantage on stealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are invisible. Yeah. And always... Well, Those are
4: both pretty bad. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. You've got stealth, though, right?
6: Yeah, yeah, but not good enough. But, um, <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> for a mm. two and a three. Oh, that's <laughs> the worst, oh. dude. Um, that is an 11.
3: Hey, okay. um, I uh, as you approach, um, <laughs> I Oma is not able to quiet no. her steps. I, yeah. I don't know why, I, maybe some nerves, yeah. if I may suggest. Um, so as you approach Seeker, you s- kind of can actually hear almost breathing quicken, maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the um. The eyes of these two figures, um, well, the fa- brother Danewyn kind of like sweeps over to you. Um, and the uh, the the Goliath continues to look up in the air. But as you approach, you get within um, about 15, 20 feet or so. Um, at which point, the Goliath, their head goes from looking at the sky to whoosh, right at you. Mm-hmm. Like the, the eyes. And... As you see now, as you get a little closer, the, his eyes are completely like milky white. Mm-hmm. Um, from the outside, it looks like um, this this creature does appear to be blind, um, at least mm-hmm. from a vision perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get close, actually, mm-hmm. even before that, when you get within about 40 feet of this creature, their eyes snap to you and then return to the sky. Um, but you, like, it is very clearly yeah. sees where you are. Um, but you approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brother Danewind looks to you, and then his eyes sort of are searching, but he knows as well that you are there somewhere. Somewhere, and uh, the voice comes out: "Welcome to Oakengate."
1: Thank you for having us. This is a uh, this
3: is nice. It is. Brim tells me that you have come here with a purpose. We have, and.
1: It is one that is somewhat urgent, and we we need your help to fix a uh, uh, precious
3: amulet. Help is given to those who look forward to Gate. Office mask. It just speaks to the you know, <laughs> general direction of where you are.
6: You hear my foot like hit the ground. <laughs> like the tips of my toes just like into the dirt Mm -hmm. hello
3: you see a a muscle in his jaw kind of feather it is hard to do this with you as you are
1: i'll bend down to one knee and just kind of look to my side and Do you? Do you want to stay hidden?
6: I'm scared. Okay. If they can't see me, then they can't kick me out again. And they can't look at me with fear in their eyes.
1: think the big one maybe did see you somehow.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know if they could kick you out even if they wanted to. But I understand. so why I ask. It's up to you. Not them.
6: at me different? No. Okay. And I let go of his robe slowly and I put my hood down and I just stay looking at him.
1: And I'll stay there and look at Oma.
3: Oma. Brother Dane Wednesday
6: slowly turn and keep my eyes downcast
3: look at me child
6: may you slowly look up
3: a very very um faint expression crosses his face kind of a like a like a like a grimace I'm sorry again then let us fix what can be mended
1: come
6: I grab Seeker's hand
1: I grab your hand back
3: do you wish to tell your other friends
6: Do you know we're going
4: Garrick
3: and the two of them turn and they walk away from the center of the village as uh, you follow Seeker Homa, brother Brim, watcher Garrick and uh, and Headmaster Danwin takes you away from the center and you begin to walk through the village, And you see sort of rising up. You can see they're making a direct line for the the sanctuary. Mm -hmm. They go up as the sky is lightning and the sun's rays are kind of hitting the front of the building. Um, It's large, imposing. You see the sort of crevices and nooks of the various, the construction of the sanctuary Mm -hmm. sort of carved partially from and out of the bedrock of the peak that it sits up against. Mm. You know that a good portion of the sanctuary itself is carved straight out of the mountain, this sort of edifice that faces out, at one point used to be the mountain face itself. You see the tall peaked towers, mm-hmm. this sort of like um, oxidized, uh, tile, like green tiled roof, mm-hmm. um, and as you see these sort of large, like double steps, that they go up and then curve in and then join in that one large staircase. That's cool. As... The five of you sort of mount those steps mm-hmm. and go up towards the sanctuary. You see, as it goes, um, and you see there, sort of through the archway, the doors spread open. And um, how does uh, how does Oma feel back in the shadow of this place?
6: Scared. Yeah. yeah.
3: You see the uh, as you go up, eventually reach the top of the landing. You see the door spread out before you, and you see the courtyard around which are the novice quarters.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: You walk in and you can see the um, the blossoms of the cherry trees have long since fallen as a result of the long eve. And there is a, um, while life still clings here and is sort of um, insulated in this space, it is definitely in the grips of winter. It's yeah. not as green. Um, the branches kind of look a little scraggly. Um, but it is well kept. The snow is swept out. There's no snow in here. You see the carefully maintained walkways through this sort of large central green area um, where the novices are free to roam. And you see the sort of exterior courtyard, the doors every so mm-hmm. often that represent the novices' rooms. And Brother Dane Wind and Watcher Garrick, they take you straight through um, to the, uh, the back where you know the true sanctuary lies. Mm-hmm. The novices are kept on this side mm-hmm. of the Hall of the Watchers. Um, the rest of you, as you are told, do you go and join? If you're, when when Seeker says, like, we're going to. Um,
4: We didn't hear it, I don't think, because uh, you're far um, away. I I would have relayed the okay. information at this point, I guess. That, I would have that looked like, and I would have been like, I would have just nodded or shrugged, like, do you think we need to go? I, I don't know if you can hear me how far away you are. But... I
0: mean, he I, I, would have.
4: We could, we could
0: reconvene, sure. I guess, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they're going deeper up up there so uh, t- try to fix the necklace do we is that a concern?
4: I mean do you think we should be there? I mean
0: uh, we you... should probably see the bright if they are able to give us access
2: I also want to support Olma. Yeah. I'd, I'd hope she'd have a little bit of fun but if this is what she wants to do then I think we should also all be there for her
4: well, I agree Maybe once this is fixed, she'll feel like having fun. So
2: that's it, up to her.
4: <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, Desley, but Calic, like, you know, I, I want to see if we can get Alma any chance to <laughs> be a kid. Hmm. Doesn't Ooh, really Finn. get that. So
2: such such good topics of conversation for a festival. <laughs> <laughs> let's, um, yeah. let's just let's just that's such a large bag of.
4: Yeah, maybe after this necklace is fixed, we get a drink.
2: They're okay, that is, let's go up, this, let's go up.
4: Let's go meet him.
3: Hey, sounds good. As you all, uh, as Brim and Seeker and Olma sort of arrive to the edge of that courtyard, you see Olma, the very familiar, large pathway of what is known as the Hall of the Watchers. You see the statues of monks from some time past The large statues that sort of stand looking down at this long pathway that leads into the true heart of the sanctuary. A constant reminder to the novices who enter into this place that they are being measured and weighed and the dedication that it takes to become someone who may one day be depicted here. Um, some of them are older than others. Some are like the features have faded with the erosion and the rains. Others are a little more new. Um, there's actually no clear indication of who any of these people are, whether that was intentional or whether that was, um, it's just been lost to time. No one (laughs) actually knows. So they all have nicknames, uh, based on the features or the, the, um, the, the, the they all have nicknames yeah. based on the way that they look. There's mm-hmm. different races depicted. Um, there are dragonborn, humans, elves, dwarves, but they sort of stand in rows, um, and there are many—probably um, several dozen different statues that all look down at this hall. And you see at the other um, at the other end um, the large open cavern that leads to the Hall of Fists. Um, at this point, the rest of you catch up as Brother Danewind and Garrick um, all sort of sit and wait for the three of you to catch up. And you see the same thing, this sort of courtyard that is in the grip of winter and eventually you make your way. And you see into this large hallway as um, unless unless you two go to say to the expense of saying anything, Garrick and Danewind do not speak. Mm-mm. They nope. just <laughs> it is nope. a very sort of quiet group and the three of you approach. Um, and you
4: see that sort of tension that is here. I probably will just clock that Oma is visible, and I'll kind of smirk and smile at that. and That's about it. Right.
3: And you all sort of make your way in as you sort of cross the threshold, make your way through the hall of the Watchers. As you all walk or walk through, um, there is a definitive outside presence, like something that is tangible and felt, that is magical or innate or something, there is there is a, a kind of like, almost like a tingle that passes over your skin. Um, there is a, uh, yeah, a quality of this place that goes beyond just a, the sort of like spooky vibes that you normally get. Mm-hmm. Like there is definitively something um, about this space mm-hmm. that is kind of immediately like, in a way, almost demands like silence. Um, is it unsettling or is it... Oof. I will leave that up to you. It is... Um, if you've ever been to a space that is like a memorial for something really bad that happened, it's not like... Uh, it's almost like a... um Like a solemnity. It's solemnity. Thank you. That's mm-hmm. the word I'm looking for. It's not bad. It's just like... If, if there's a, a reverent uh, okay. aspect to it. Um, But it is. It is very solemn.
4: Especially with all these large statues.
3: And and, yeah, everything's kind of looking down. um, But eventually you cross into, uh, you sort of exit that hall and it kind of lifts. Like that that Mm -hmm. feeling kind of goes away a little bit. Um, And um, it's like you're all adults. And you feel that kind of pass over you. And the fact that there are these... Not these novices who walk this every single day. I'm not sure what each of you makes of that, but mm. um, it's it's it, it doesn't go unnoticed. I think. But you pass into the hall of fists, and you almost see the familiar training grounds that are spread out. You see the wooden dummies, the obstacle courses, the pits of sand where students would try their hand against one another. You see, off to one side, the last space you were. you left the last the training ring where everything happened and Dane Lynn takes you through further you go past through the Hall of Fists and into a hallway at the end you go through this hallway and you see um, the two sort of the T intersection where you know that off to the right is um, the library where Master Riven his books lie and off to the left the quarters of the monks and then straight ahead where the hallway ends you see two large plain stone doors you remember from your time here that novices don't go back there
5: mm-hmm.
3: there is no entrance into that area mm-hmm. um, most of the monks don't go back there in fact you've never seen those doors open or close
5: mm-hmm.
3: and brother Dane Wind and Garrick take you through as you approach them, you see these, again, massive stone doors that you've never seen open. And they both split, either one going to the side. And they reach out and they touch the wall. And you see is like, both of them sort of, like, their their hands kind of glow with, like, a dim light as they each bend a key. Mm. And you see the massive stone doors open. Immediately. The, uh, the smell of water
5: like a breeze
3: comes through and you hear the first thing and it's it's interesting because it's like whoa, whoa. It, it goes from <laughs> quiet and solemn to you hear the roar of water wow Ooh. immediately as soon as the doors open you see this you feel this mist kind of come out and over and um, hit all of you in the face and as you see there um, just very very close by as a matter of fact a small stone platform that goes out maybe Thirty feet or so, and in front of it, just a large waterfall. You see two like stone pillars that reach up, um, and then end in what look like some sort of metal apparatus. Like there's like two spits of metal at the top, and then water all around the platform. As once again, they take you through to the waterfall shrine. Brother Danewyn now walks up to the um, to the two. Sort of stone pillars, and they're set right at about like hip height, and within arm's distance of one another. As he grabs hold of like the metal devices that are on the top, they almost now that you're closer, they look like like handles almost. And you see as once again he and his body kind of ripples <laughs> as he spends five key points.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool.
3: dude! And you hear the shifting of stone. <laughs> And the waterfall begins to part. Oh as two large stone doors open up. Wow. Dope. And cut the water off as it diverts into the side in the pool that kind of surrounds this stone platform at the base. And you see a staircase descend with a purple light
5: Ooh. emanating
3: from it. Purple light, huh? You descend the staircase.
6: Oh, gosh.
3: This light grows kind of brighter.
6: I'm squeezing Seeker's hands. You
3: don't have to break my head. You're so strong. (laughs) You go down about 40 feet or so of Uh large stone steps. The light grows brighter until eventually you find yourselves in a room. I'm going to move you guys
5: over. Uh, For no reason at all. (laughs) Snippity
3: snap. To the bright wall and the bright forge. You see A large room spread out around you. Off to one side, you see books on shelves made of stone. To the left, you see a forge with a purple flame emanating from, and at the back of the room, massively depicted, you see a map of Elbor. Purple light glowing from it, flowing in purple plasma as little tiny dots speckle the area, as Brother Danewyn turns to you, welcome to the Bright Wall. This is where we can help you. And we'll pick up there next <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, time. It
5: oh, gosh. Welcome to
3: the Bright Wall. Woo-wee! We're wall Oh my god. You're here. You're at the Bright Wall and the Bright Forge. And the purpose of Garrick has yet to be determined. And what exactly is he doing mm-hmm. here? But don't we'll get, get up that. there next time. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? <laughs> I hope you guys had fun. Um, thank you guys so much. Of course, thank you to all of our lovely audience. We appreciate yeah. you very much. And uh, we'll see you next time.
4: Bye, nerd. Yeah. Sorry, I was early. That's all right. That's
3: all right. <laughs> <laughs> we can redo it if we want to. We can redo it if we want We're to. We're so, uh, so excited.
2: Hey nerds, Devin here. Good morning, good evening, good night, good whatever time of day it is you're listening and enjoying Venture Forth. Please like, follow and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. If you want to be super generous, please tell your friends about us. It can be something you all start to do together. Have a Venture Forth listen party every Tuesday. It's super fun. Uh and if you are interested in going the extra mile, please check out our Patreon link in the description to show support for the show. And you get access to exclusive bonus content. So cool. Bye, nerds.